Good morning. It's Monday, September 18th, National Cheeseburger Day. No thanks. And now the news. It's hot labor summer, baby! And the United Auto Workers are headed into their first week of a historic strike that pits the big three automakers, GM, Ford, and Stellantis, which owns Chrysler, against their CEOs. While they're looking to make a few specific changes to their contract, the biggest one is this. Hey, if the CEOs have gotten a 40% raise in the last four years, the workers should as well. Their last contract negotiation saw a 6% raise for the workers, and um, I don't mean to brag about my big math brain, but to break it down as simply as possible, 6 is actually significantly less than 40. Not a lot of people understand that. By the by, the United Auto Workers, aka UAW, has dropped their raise ask to 36% instead of the original 40. Now, that 40% that the CEOs have gotten is a little complicated because it's not, hey, here's 40% more money, but it's based on a combination of salary and stocks. Still, though, we're talking about people like GM's Mary Barra, who said, I don't even know where that 40% number came from. 40? You said 40%? Mm, I don't know her. I, mm, I don't know her. She say she knows me? Barra has gotten a stellar impression, as always. Barra has gotten a... 34% pay raise since she took the job in 2019. And her 2022 compensation package was worth almost $29 million. Meanwhile, the median worker pay at GM was just about $80,000 in 2022. So, um, yeah, hot labor summer continues. As a reminder, this podcast is pro-union. Union solidarity all day, every day, baby. Also, as a reminder, these strikes could be over in an instant. We could all go back to wondering when we'll get that Ted Lasso Christmas special. Just me? Okay. If these execs would just get over themselves. Workers deserve fair pay. It's not a radical concept. In an effort to be fair, ugh, I have an update on a story that I was all up in arms about last week. Thanks to the backlash, Drew Barrymore's talk show will not return as originally announced last week. Additionally, the show The Talk, which was set to start back up again today, will also hit pause during the strike. Bill Maher will still return to air because he is a scab and doesn't support writers. Oh, Kim, how do you know? Have you talked to him? Do you know how he feels about writers? That's not an impression of you. Don't worry. Uh, But that is the only explanation for scabbing. You don't support the strike. And if you don't support the strike, it means that you don't support writers and actors. So my impression stands. And look, I don't know why all the anger went specifically to Drew Barrymore and not as much of it went to Bill Maher. Probably just because society doesn't like women, Um, she said with a laugh, even though it was true. Also, Bill Maher has never tried to pretend to be a good dude who cares about what people think. As soon as we saw the news that he was a scab, we were like, yeah, because Bill Maher is Bill Maher. But here's the thing. These shows, Drew Barrymore show, The Talk, any other show that was like quietly trying to get back up on the air and just hope no one noticed. Those shows are now not going back on the air specifically because of the backlash. If you're not in the WGA or SAG-AFTRA, if you're not in the UAW, if you can't make it to picket lines, but you still want to support striking workers, this is how. Publicly supporting unions and being vocal about the absurdity and selfishness of the CEOs that are prolonging these strikes and also not letting it go when people scab, that is how we support workers. And if you're new to the world of supporting workers and unions, 
welcome. This is a very exciting time to be here. Um, may I suggest checking out the work that Lorena is doing? Not only is she California's AFL-CIO leader, but she's got a history of not just supporting workers, but making the information available to bring new people into the labor movement. It was also her birthday on Saturday. And also, she used to babysit me, and she was a really good babysitter. Look how well I turned out. Actually, don't let that be a part of it. She was still a good babysitter. A link to her Twitter account, I will never call it X. It's dumb and incredibly weird that Elon is so obsessed with one letter. You made that one letter your entire personality. Congrats, you absolute freak. Anyway, I'll put a link to her Twitter account where you can find great information in show notes. So go check it out. Okay, obviously, I'd love to keep talking about Lorena and also about the labor movement, but let's talk about other stories as well. Let's talk about Jan Wenner, the founder of Rolling Stone magazine. He wrote a book called The Masters, which included interviews with seven musicians. Amazing. How did he narrow it down? Because when you think about the founder of Rolling Stone, in theory, if you don't know where the story is going, you've got to think, this dude can talk to anyone. How on earth do you narrow down who you want to talk to for a book called The Masters, which would presumably be long-form conversations with some of the best musicians in history, right? Welp. When asked why, with access to literally probably any living musician that he wanted to talk to, he only interviewed white men, he said that black and female musicians were not, quote, articulate enough to be included in the book. Of Joni Mitchell, he said, quote, you know, Joni was not a philosopher of rock and roll. She didn't, in my mind, meet that test, not by her work, not by other interviews she did. Imagine hearing the circle game or both sides now and thinking, eh, mm, not a philosopher of rock and roll. I, oh, okay. He also had kind of the same comment, but worse when talking about Stevie Wonder. Um, I, truly boggles the mind that this person was able to create a magazine called Rolling Stone that became such an influence on the industry. He's obviously been removed from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame board of directors as well. And truly what I can't wrap my mind around the most here is imagine with access to talking to anybody in the world. Imagine only wanting to surround yourself with the philosophy of white men. No, thanks. Couldn't be me. A bombshell piece of reporting from the UK's Sunday Times is accusing former comedian Russell Brand of sexual assault against five women, one of whom was 16 at the time. The age of consent is 16 in the UK, but Brand was, at that time, 31. So... The UK police are aware of the allegations, but have not received any reports. They're urging anyone who may have been the victim of sexual assault, no matter how long ago, to come forward. And finally, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, who was impeached in the State House in May, after 16 articles of impeachment accused him of corruption and bribery, like in the most blatant Trump-esque, why would I even try and hide it way, is uh, back at work. Yeah, he was acquitted in the state Senate. So he gets to go back to work. Didn't even hardly show up for his trial, but uh, acquitted. And following that, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick called for a, quote, full audit of the House's spending on the impeachment, which he said was a waste of, quote, millions of taxpayer dollars. Don't you worry, though, lest you be confused. This is the same party that, on a national level, thinks they should impeach the actual president of the United States 
for the crime of having a son, not hiring that son for a job in the White House, and then before he was even the president, and in fact, when Biden had no government job at all, that son lying on a gun form so that he could buy, but not use, a gun. Okay. Meanwhile, in 2020, it came out that Paxton, who is married to a Texas state senator and acts like he's like a super Christian, had an affair with a woman who he then persuaded an Austin real estate developer to hire. That got found out because several of Paxton's aides told the FBI that they believed Paxton was using his office to help that real estate developer out. Later, eight of those aides were fired or quit, with four suing under Texas's whistleblower law. And that's not even like all he was impeached for, but sure, acquitted. Hey, Texas, your voter turnout in 2022 was just 41.8%. You are not a red state. You are a gerrymandered, low turnout state. Babe, turn out the vote in 2024 and 2026 when, fun fact, that AG spot will be on the ballot. You deserve better. Start believing in yourself like I believe in you. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of unions, union workers, strikers, strike supporters, Lorena, voters, all of it. We stay unproud of scabs and bad people. And I'm not afraid to say it. I am so brave. Seriously, AMPTP, if I find out that your selfishness lost me a Ted Lasso Christmas special, so help me, I will, I guess, be annoying about it forever. But more than that, more than how much I just annoyed myself, because you're better than a cheeseburger, I'm proud of you.